You're listening to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee. I'm a spiritual life and business mentor, helping you create a life of freedom and purpose. On this podcast, we chat all things mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. My job is to teach you how to believe in yourself, connect to yourself spiritually, and go after your big dreams. Girl, let's do the damn thing. Hello, and welcome back to the Canon Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee, and I'm so, so grateful to share this time with you. We're going to talk all about learning to drop the hustle mindset. And I'll be really honest with you guys, this is something I am majorly still working on. Um, I I really consciously have this, have this flow mentality now, but I have um, still deeply ingrained some beliefs around hustling and, and, and what is required of us in order to be successful, right? So we're going to talk about all of that today. Um, I really want to start off by asking you to think, what were you taught about work as a child? If you're like most of us, you probably learned it sucks. It sucks to work. It sucks to be an adult. Everyone just wants to retire. <laughs> um, you learned it's you have to work hard, right? You learned you have to work hard to make money. And we want to teach our children to work hard, but to what end, right? Obviously, like there's balance. The balance is always required. But we were taught that life is hard and then you die. Um, all these sorts of things, right? And our, our parents and grandparents only knew what they knew. They grew up in an era of blood, sweat, and tears, right? Elbow grease, money doesn't grow on trees, corporations taking over the world, giving zero fucks about human impact along the way, right? And only recently have these companies been emerging who are changing the way we work and changing the culture. Um, and I have a friend who was working for Uber um, until they're, they sold off their self-driving vehicle division. So he works for the people that bought them now, but he was working the self-driving vehicle uh, division, I guess. And before they were publicly traded, you know, this was one of those companies that was hip and was with the times and there were like free snacks. There was like a room you could take a nap in unlimited vacation. They really promoted work-life balance. And then they, they went public. And when companies become publicly traded, typically it becomes all about profit, right? And, you know, the, the two companies that I worked for um, after college were both publicly traded. And I definitely saw a lot of that um, in the culture. But, you know, you have some companies now that are promoting a different culture, a different vibe. They're sometimes requiring you to take your vacations because we've learned the, the modern research and management proves that taking time off and, and having work-life balance leads to a better corporation overall. I mean, your people are going to be happier. Your customers are going to be happier. You know, it doesn't just make your, your employees' lives better. It makes them more productive. It makes them actually like have their creative side come out, right? So we're learning that that is the way to go, but it's a slow shift. And we all were raised pretty much with this belief that we have to work hard. And what does that mean, right? And I could go on and on and on, but I think you understand the point <laughs> that we live in a paradigm where the harder you work equals the more success you have. 
And I followed this to a T in my corporate life. I was the first one in, I was the first one. Oh, well, not the first one out. I guess I was the first one and the last one out. Um, I went like four years without taking a single sick day. Granted, I was given lots of sick days for free, but I didn't take them. Um, I was, you know, showing up to work sick. This was before COVID, okay? But I was showing up to work sick because that was like what you're taught. Like that's grit, you know? That's you showing up to make it happen day after day. I would skip lunches, like... It was crazy, but this is what I thought I had to do to be successful. And I was addicted to working. <laughs> and so in my last year at corporate, I had just gone through kind of my spiritual awakening. So I was um, shifting my mindset into more of this like flow, learning about spirituality, um, incorporating like meditation and journaling and, and really like gaining this belief system that my life was not going to be all about working and nothing else. And I tried to instill this in my employees that last year that I was there. You know, I wanted them to feel like it was okay if they were sick and took the day off or, you know, went on vacations or, you know, I didn't want them working at night. Like I really, really did try to make a difference there. But for the most part, when I was employed in corporate, I didn't know about this other side of things, right? And I also worked for a company that really promoted working 24-7 and you were rewarded. You know, I was I was rewarded for coming in early and staying late. That's that's part of how I got um, so many promotions so quickly, which is why I also kept doing it. Right. But then, I mean, there's a whole story of how I decided I wanted to actually have purpose and passion in my career. And that's why I started Candid Confidence. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted something different. I wanted the freedom and the flexibility. I wanted to work on passions. I wanted to be excited. Like everything that I have in my business now was what I wanted. But it's funny because um, I carried a lot of this like subconscious belief system about work into my online business. And ever since around August, I've been really intentionally working on this. And um, that's when I started working with my coach that I work with now. And, you know, she's she's like really, really good at the flow. And I wanted to learn that part of it because I'm much more a strategy person. Like that's my background is like strategy, like sales strategy, marketing strategy, all of it. And now I'm really incorporating the flow and like ease and all of that. So anyways... I, for a long time, my business was working on the weekends, was working at night or thinking about work at night, right? I was just like kind of thinking like, oh, I should be doing something. I should put these things on my Instagram story. Oh, like I could do this. I could do that. I had a really hard time taking off work on my business. It's like, um, why am I creating this business where I can have flexibility if I'm not going to take advantage of it? Like, this is crazy, right? And I'm struggling with taking vacations. So since I've been full-time in my business, I've gone away for like several long weekends. And I went to Charleston with my husband for a vacation, but I still have my calls. <laughs> I only had two calls while I was there, but I was like in work mode because I had those calls, right? You know, all throughout the day, I'm like thinking about this call I have at night and then like had to like coordinate the day around it. And I'm like, why did I do that to myself? And it's because we get this guilt, like, 
I should be working. We get this feeling that like it's all going to fall apart if I'm not constantly working at it. I have to work hard, which means working many hours and doing physical things all the time to make this work. And so I'm going on a trip to Florida in two weeks and I am so excited. I blocked off my calendar. I have zero calls. Like I'm not taking any calls or doing anything. And I'm so excited. Um, But it was hard. It was hard for me to make that decision. I had to rearrange some things in my calendar that had come up. And I'm just forcing myself to do this because I know it's going to be good for me. And you know, it's also good for me to promote this. I want to promote, uh, I want to practice what I preach. It's, it's what I believe in. I think it's the best thing for us because what I've learned is that the strategy only gets you so far. And so much of, especially with what I do with an online business, so much is around creativity. I always have to be creating content and that requires flow. That requires me to have my brain relaxed so that I can have these inspired ideas come up. And, you know, everything in my business always, always, always improves when I lean back, when I surrender, when I let go of my crazy goals and I just say, you know what? It's all going to work in perfect timing. It's all working for me. I'm going to like let go and see what happens. And you know, we have this idea that like, if we're not obsessing over our our work or our business 24 seven, it'll fall apart. But like, it's the opposite. And I had this come up during a mastermind call last week, I think it was last week. And I was really encouraging my client to like, let go and like, yes, have your goals, but like, put your belief behind God, the universe, whatever you believe in, that you're going to do your part and you're going to trust and allow. And it was difficult um, for my client to like embody this, which it was so hard for me at first and it's still hard for me. I go through ups and downs with it. But the, the thing that came up for her was like, well, like, like I have to be doing the work. I, I can't just expect, you know, it all to have it all to fall together. Like I can't just expect to not do the work and get the results. And it's like, I'm not telling you to not do the work. Like you're going to do the work. You're going to take your inspired actions. You're going to do the things you need to do, but then you've got to unplug. You know, we tend to sit in front of our computer and almost create more work for ourselves and like do busy work. And I did this in my corporate job too. All the time I did busy work to feel like I was working, to feel like I was contributing, but it wasn't important stuff I was doing, right? It was me just like feeling that need to be working and, and getting rid of that guilt or that like, you know, the, oh my gosh, what's going to happen if I'm not in front of my computer? So the shoulds, they really fuck us up because when we're constantly questioning ourselves, wondering what's missing and feeling like we should be doing something, we like mess with our inspired divine downloads. Our mind just gets so cluttered and like, we're just, we're just keeping ourselves so busy. But if we create space and let ourselves be Then when the inspired actions come and trust they will, we can actually like follow them and take that inspired action and do that work and then let go, right? Like when we surrender and let go and allow flow to come, so much more magic happens for us. 
Because also like the pressure and stress of constantly wondering what's going to happen next, when's the next client coming, stressing over a launch or wondering what we're missing, that's creating resistance. That's lack. That's us saying it is not working, right? So we're creating more of that. That's what we're doing. Because if you think about what it takes to get to the next level, and like one of the key things is like showing up as your next level self, being that next level version of you now, what decisions would you be making now? How would she be showing up? What would she be wearing? How is she speaking? How would she feel about herself? What is she doing? Well, she's certainly not stressed out over a launch. She's not wondering what's missing. She's not, you know, having dinner with her husband and then rushing over to her computer because she feels like she should be doing something. Fuck no. So we have to embody that now. And we have to trust ourselves. Guys, we're not just going to stop doing the work. We're not just going to like let everything fall apart. We have to create balance. And every time I ease back into flow and surrender, I have my biggest months. I have my best client breakthroughs. I have so much creativity. I have fun. Like everything is better. So here's a few tips we're going to go over for getting yourself into the flow state. And yeah, I'm excited to share these. I want your feedback on these guys. Let me know. Yeah, let me know if any of these help you. So one is going to be giving yourself specific times to work on your business. This is if you have an online business, okay? You probably have hours in your nine to five, but I have a lot of friends who are working remotely and have a certain amount of work to do and eight hours to do it and sometimes feel guilty doing it in three hours or five hours and then relaxing, right? Why not just do the work and then do something else or relax. Like I know that some companies you have to be like logged in different things, but if you don't have a position like that and you're not really being measured per hour, why, why do we, when we give ourselves an hour to do something, typically we're going to fill up that hour. Whereas when we give ourselves 10 minutes to do that task, assuming it's a small task, we're going to get it done and then move on. But like we tend to like take as much time as we give ourselves to get things done. So if you have flexibility with this, why not give yourself like, especially in an online business, like two hours, two or three hours to like bang out your work in front of your computer and actually be focused. And a really good way to stay focused is like get rid of your fucking cell phone. (laughs) Like my cell phone's in the kitchen when I'm working. And so I'm, that has helped me stay so much more focused. And, and I work on my phone too, right? But when I had my phone in my office, I was bouncing back and forth. And that wasn't as productive as me sitting down, getting done what I need to do, and then moving on. And you can totally do this in many nine to five type of settings. The next thing is going to be turning off email notifications. If you are an online business, that means turning off Instagram notifications and Facebook notifications and possibly Voxer if you use Voxer for clients. Um, that's what I use for voice chatting and texting them. Turn off those notifications. Not only, so this is two parts. For one, it goes into that flow. Like we don't want to be constantly stressed out when we're outside of work hours. We don't want to have those pings and those notifications that bring us back into the shoulds and have us working. And then the other part of that is like, Um, It takes us away from that productivity state. 
If we get a notification on our phone when we're in the middle of something else, we're going to pick that up, look at that notification, blah, 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 do whatever, and then go back to what we were doing. Like, pro like be productive. Do one thing at a time. Number three is going to be focus on your key activities versus busy work. And I definitely struggled with this. Like I said, in my nine to five, I was doing a lot of shit I didn't need to do. I don't know why. Like, I just felt like I needed to be busy. <laughs> but if you run an online business, sometimes it's tricky to know what those key activities are. So it's really important to figure out what those are because you don't want to burn yourself out by doing pointless things. Um, like I spent so many months in my business before I got help, like, wasting so much time on things I didn't need to be doing. And it's going to be different for every business. Um, I teach this in all my programs, but Shameless the Mastermind, which is my group mastermind, um, we're starting up our next group in January. And this is four months of marketing strategy, mindset, getting you into flow and ease with your business. How can we make signing clients easy? Uh, networking with other entrepreneurs, yeah, I want people in this program to leave knowing exactly what those key activities are um, and, and knowing exactly how to structure their day so they don't need to be doing a bunch of busy work that's wasting their time. So um, I also do this in my one-to-one -one coaching. So if you're working towards, um, you know, making your business your full-time income, let me know. I'll put a link in the show notes for the mastermind. Uh, you can always reach out with questions as well, but you can also go on the link and book a free call with me to see if it's going to be a good fit. And we can get you to have a clear understanding of what those key activities are so you can get a lot more done in a shorter period of time and get results faster. And the mastermind is going to be really good for you if you are not doing your business full time yet or you're not making a full time income and you're making like less than 5K a month. This is going to be for you. So tip number four is going to be working off inspiration. And this is a big one. OK, because. When we are working off of the shoulds and creating content or doing whatever you do um, based around like pushing and forcing and needing to do something and needing to put something out there, it's not going to be as good as if we just allow ourselves to work when we're inspired. And this, I like, you guys could probably already guess what I'm going to say. It's been hard for me, <laughs> but I've gotten so much better at it. I'm at a point now where like, I really, really don't do work unless I'm inspired. Like I will not post on Instagram unless I feel inspired to write something and post it. Sometimes that means I go a few days without posting. Sometimes it means I post things three days in a row and then take a few days. It's just when I'm inspired, I post. And it goes for my stories. It goes for everything in my business. And it goes for what my topic is on the podcast that week. And your inspired actions are there for a reason. This is you following your divine inspiration from your higher self, from God, from the universe, from, from all the divine guidance we have access to. When we work off of our inspiration, we're creating content we're more passionate about. And passion is huge. Passion is what sells. So I encourage you to start working off your inspiration versus sitting down and trying to force yourself to work. And like, sometimes I'll take a few days off. If I have nothing to work on, if I have nothing I'm inspired to work on, I won't work. And sometimes I do work like in the nights or the weekends, if I have a big burst of inspiration, I'm like, ooh, okay, I really want to write about this. You know, I, I allow that to guide me and it makes life so much better, so much more fun and fulfilling. 
when we're led by love instead of being led by fear. It's the really big difference. Okay, and then number five is going to be when your mind goes to the shoulds, lean back and trust. So we all have dealt with this where we feel like I should be doing this, I should be doing this, I should be doing this, what should I do? That That's just like creating so much pressure and it's unnecessary. And this is why the spiritual connection is so important. And it doesn't have to mean like a belief in God or, or in like an outer source. It's just like, it can be trusting your intuition. It can be like following your heart. When we're able to lean back and just trust, trust that things are working out in our favor, trust that we're going to be inspired to do the right things we need to do. We just give ourselves so much space, so much space that we need for the magic to start happening around us. Okay, I hope this episode was super helpful for you guys. Let me know if any of these tips worked really well for you. If you've worked towards any of these, shoot me a DM. I'm so curious to chat with you guys on this subject. I'm on um, Instagram at candid.confidence. And don't forget, if you love this episode, take a screenshot, share on your Instagram story, tag me in it. Um, You can also follow or subscribe to this podcast and drop me a five-star rating and a review. I'm not asking for much, guys, okay? Okay, I love you guys. I'll see you next week.